Welcome back here to X's and Bros on the Michigan Sports Network. Danny Kalen, Ryan Elke, Anthony Bellino all joining you. Join us now. Uh, my very good friend, a member of the National Football Foundation, the Football Writers Association of America, covered the Detroit Tigers minor league system for a couple of decades. Joins us on Wednesday mornings, our good buddy John Wagner. Find him on Twitter, John Wagner Media. My good friend, Johan, how are you today, partner? I am a little slice of heaven, Anthony. Did you just say John Wagner mania or John Wagner media? Ooh, John Wagner mania. Five straight days of Bellino and Wags from 6 a.m. to 9 a.m. Who says no to that? You do. You say no. (laughs) John Wagner. I answered my own question. John Wagner says no. No, you know what? Tell me what the paycheck is, and then I'll tell you whether I say yes or no. So there's this really interesting thing that I've, I've come across here, John, and I can't seem to figure it out because, you know, the credit card company's like, hey, you know, my bill comes in the middle of the month. Why? I have no idea. But you have until, like, that that sucker better be in the mail and they better have received it by the day it's due or the interest starts running. Okay, all right, fair. Mortgage, you know, you typically have, like, a week grace period to pay your mortgage if you're not already on, like, an auto payment type of deal. Whatever. Okay, fine. And then you get penalized. What, I, what I've come to realize is, is that when you are dealing in advertising, uh, it tends to come a little bit slower from time to time. And I, it's really kind of shocking that the consumer has to pay everything immediately or face penalty. But a lot of the distributors, and this is across all walks of business, a lot of the distributors take their time, John. I don't know what's going on here, but I feel like we need some clarification. My point is your payment would be deferred. I mean, how long did it take me to get to the fudge, for God's sakes? I drove all the way to Mackinac, sailed all the way across the Great Lakes, up to the 10,000 lakes in Minnesota, dropped that off. That is a lot of work. Man, Anthony, sometimes you take the long road to get somewhere, but, man, you you just drove from Fort Lauderdale to Anchorage, Alaska, and I, I got lost along the way. I was like a balloon floating over Montana trying to figure out where in the world are you headed? I got it now. Yeah, I was going uh, all it's sorry. It takes a while, you know, deferred payments. So I'm trying to defer my payment to you. That came in the form of edibles. No, not those edibles. Don't get crazy. This is legitimate Mackinac Island fudge, not that other stuff you people are putting in your snacks. Um it just takes a while from time to time, John. So if a week long of radio you can pay in hugs. You know, you need five hugs a day to survive. That's what they say. Make you feel good. Come on. Uh, you Come know, on, bring it in. You're paying in fudge. I got to strongly consider that, Anthony. McVile is fudge. I, I got to give that a hard Oh, time. John, I, I said, John, I said hugs, not fudge. I can't afford five days of fudge. Uh, <laughs> delivering the hug. <laughs> this guy. Me. Come on. Bring it in here, big guy. Let's get close. All right. I got to ask you this because it's driving okay, me up the wall. Okay, hard pass. Thank you. Hard pass. That's all right. Uh, so I'm going you know, to let that one go, too, and we're going to get right to this. What's really grinding my gears. I know Uh-oh. that the player came out and said that I tugged on his jersey. I, in the Super Bowl, the final, it was a great Super Bowl, a lot of fun. Commercials were fine. Halftime was fine. The game was great. Uh, it was a lot of fun, a lot of back and forth, high scoring. That's what we want. There wasn't a pass interference or defensive holding penalty until the very like that that very moment that that's called. 
I just I I have a hard time believing there wasn't another time in which a receiver wasn't interfered with. I don't think you blow the whistle there. I don't think you as a referee throw your name into the mix here. That's my take. Fair enough. I could not disagree more, Anthony. In fact, I will tell you, and I'm sure if you haven't heard these words or if you have not uttered these words, you have heard them. It, in effect, basically, this is a situation where I want the refs to, to swallow their whistle. You've heard that. You've said that, haven't you? You've said that, haven't you? Multiple times this week, but yes, for a long, for a very oh. long portion of my life, and I get the, if it's a foul in the first, it's a foul in the fourth. I get those people. But well, I mean, yes. Well, no, wait, stop, stop, stop. If you get those people, it should be, I get those various people, period. End of statement. You're done. Why are you changing the rules just because it's the fourth quarter of a game as opposed to the first quarter? I'm not Listen, I'm not Anthony. changing the rules. And if it was egregious, yes, if it was egregious, yes, I'd are. say yes. That's not enough. That's not enough for me to say that's a hold as an official. If it's egregious and it's blatant and it's obvious, yeah, but that little ticky tack, are you kidding me? Come on. What are you doing here? If that's enough to call in the first quarter, it's enough to call it in the fourth quarter. Period. End of sentence. Anthony, it drives me completely bananas when people say I don't want the ref to decide the game with a call like that. Because the obvious follow-up is, oh, okay, you want the refs to decide the game by not calling a foul when it happens. Am I right? You know I am. You don't if you don't want the refs to decide it by making a call, you cannot want the refs to decide it by not making a call. Can't have it both ways. And had it and had it been egregious, I would I would be I'd be okay with it. But I just didn't see enough there as a professional referee myself. Just ask me, I'll tell you. I didn't see enough there to throw a flag or blow a whistle. Oh, you know, okay. I mean, if you want to argue that part of it, you know, knock yourself out. The ref thought he saw something, he blew his whistle. The player, as you mentioned earlier, said, Hey, you know, I did it. Was hoping they'd let it slide, they didn't. You know, to me, that's like the biggest, cuttest, and driest final analysis you're going to get. I don't think it gets any simpler than that. The ref thought he saw it. He blew his whistle. The player admitted, eh, probably happened. What are we arguing here? What are we arguing? That the ref was like, yeah, I threw the flag. I mean, just that's it. Like, at that kind of contact, I, I, me personally... I'm just not going to throw it. And I, I feel for I feel bad that the Super Bowl ended that way, that this is one of the talking points of the Super Bowl because it was such a good game. And I was very entertained throughout, even for the stuff that I don't care about, like halftime. I thought it was great. Commercials. I thought I thought that they were great. I thought that the the Ram, I don't know if you saw the Ram commercial about the EV, the electric vehicle in which they uh, they played it off as an ED commercial. I thought that that was hilarious. Uh, you know, stuff like that. Like, it was good. I, I, I just thought it was a really good evening. I thought it was, a, it was a great win for the NFL, which now has 31 of the 32 most viewed individual shows in United States television history. John, 113 million plus watching the Super Bowl. The Teflon Don, Roger Goodell, and the Shield. They can't be stopped. Only because, Anthony, that was the walk-up to this non-question. 
am I going to tell you this? And I'll I'll form it in the form of a question. Okay. Ask me how much of the first half I watched, Anthony. No. Ask me. No, John, tell me. Ask me how John. much of half oh, I watched. John. You, how much I, did hey, you watch, John? 0.0%? 0. 0 you knew it. Exactly I right. 0.0. 0. 0. I came in with about seven minutes to go in the third quarter. And here's why. Here's why. And I will, this is a hill I will die on. My daughters and I went to a local musical. Started at 2 o'clock. Enjoyed, just enjoyed it to death. Had to drive my daughter to college about an hour's drive we stopped and we had food at one of our favorite restaurants my daughters and i were talking about this musical the whole time i mean anthony you you know that i'm a man of many talents i wrote my first musical review in my newspaper this week we had a great time my daughters and i and there ain't no super bowl there ain't no world series there ain't nothing on this earth that I'm gonna set my daughters aside. So I got oh I gotta go watch the Super Bowl. No, that ain't happening. I'm Fair. sure there were millions of listeners, millions of viewers. I was not one of them, and I refuse to apologize. I will not. Yeah, no, John, that makes total sense. I mean, when it when it comes down to it, it you know, if you're not if if they if they didn't send you to cover it for a specific reason and you didn't have to work it, then, yeah, I, I can totally understand that. You never never pass up an opportunity to spend time with your children. Uh, you just... You got it. You, That's you, it exactly. Yeah, you just you just don't do it because it's, you know, it's that weird stage. I saw a graph recently where it showed um, your how much time you spent with who in your life based upon how old you are. Does that make sense? So X, Y axis, or axis, and then they showed... You know, you in, in how much time you spend with your parents, right? And obviously, that's, you know, at the top of the graph in your early stages of life and how that diminishes throughout your life. And then your coworkers, your friends, and how all of these graphs, you know, fluctuate. And I was watching that and I got a little, you know, I was feeling kind of a certain sort of way because I want to spend more time with my parents, right? I want to be able to see uh, sure. my, my parents more. You know, I, I enjoy, enjoyed my time very much as a child. Uh, with my parents and growing up in, you know, circle of life, that old kind of thing. So I, I completely understand that. Oh yeah. And I, and well, I'll, I'll dovetail on that. Anthony, the, the musical that my family and I watched was called big fish. If you see somebody out there who's performing it, go watch it. It was great fun. And it's about a, a father and his son trying to, who are oil and water basically trying to reconcile during the father's later stages of his life. I mean, it was very emotional at the end. It was, it was great. And uh, no argument. I mean, hug your parents, give them a call, let them know, just 10 seconds to let them know you care. Just send them a text. Uh, your, your parents will, will beam with joy. 10 second text. Listeners, when we're done, when the show's over, okay? And if you're driving, don't do it now. But show's over, when you're off the road, text your parents to say, thinking of you, have a great day. Just do it. No doubt. No, 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 no doubt. No argument 
uh, for me whatsoever. And John, I do know because you know you you finally get home. You do watch a little bit of the Super Bowl. I hopefully did. You see halftime? What a musical! Speaking of musicals, what a musical performance that was. The theatrics there. Did you see any of it? Nope, not a bit. All right, I'm not a Rihanna fan. Not gonna watch it. I mean, it, trust me, we were all spoiled by the 2000 Super Bowl, Prince in the rain singing Purple Rain. I mean, we're Everybody who is doing a Super Bowl halftime is fighting for second place. Prince is number one. Another hill that I'm happy to die on. He was spectacular. Uh, yeah, I know. In your, I knew you were going to say that. I, I knew it, John. I knew it. So, yeah. But I do know. So even though you made it through all that chaos and you watch the end and you, you get maybe a little aggravated at some of these yahoos on Twitter uh, complaining, people like me. I do know that it's like Christmas week for you this week, isn't it, my friend? It is indeed. Pitchers oh, yes. and catchers, no matter no matter how cold it gets. And by the way, it was 40 degrees in Minnesota yesterday. It's supposed to be up in the 40s again today. So it's definitely it's time for pitchers and catchers, baby. Well, you know, and they'll get ready for their first spring training games. I mean, they're, they're starting soon. I think the first one might be the 24th. I know that the Tigers' first game is coming up on the 25th. They'll play the 25th, 26th, 27th. That'll be Philly, uh, Baltimore, and New York. And when the when pitchers and catchers report, it really is, it's the official, you know, they have truck day, you know, everybody's all loaded up with all their gear. But, you know, you get the major league you know, players and teams kicking off the 23 season as, you know, whether you're going to Arizona for the, the Cactus League or Florida for the Grapefruit League, this is time where, you know, this is this is the time. Indeed. And, you know, it's kind of funny because I've spent the whole off season watching the Tigers not do anything. I've spent the off season watching the Twins struggle and watch Carlos Correa sign with this team and that team and another team and thinking, oh, well, you know. He's one and done with the Twins, and suddenly he's back with the Twins. So, and, you know, seeing some of the moves the Guardians have made, it was a playoff team last year. They they have a makings of a playoff team this year. So I, I, I'm interested to see how spring training goes for the Guardians. I'm interested to see how spring training goes for the Twins. And I'm interested to see how Tigers fans react to the Tigers this spring. I'm waiting for Scott Harris to do something here. I, I am. <laughs> You're like I, that. Have you ever seen the gif of the, the stick figure with the stick in his hand? He's like, do something. And he's, he's like hitting the, I don't know what he's hitting, but it's like, do something. That's how I feel like yeah, all Tigers I, fans are. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I guess my question is, and you can answer this in your fans. Hopefully maybe they'll, I'll hang up and listen. They will answer to me. Is this okay? I mean, this is another rebuild, and they're starting over again. And, and frankly, I don't see where they've even started over. I mean, I, you know, they've cleared the deck. I'll give them that. But this team right now, if they are better than last year, it's strictly because the players that are on the roster are better than last year. And uh, frankly, Scott Harris gets no credit for that. You know, I mean, heck, Al Avila gets more credit. Than that, AJ Hitch and his staff get the credit, really, and the players do, obviously. But I mean, if this team is better this year, Scott Harris gets no credit for that, in my opinion. What has he done to make this team better? 
He's basically expecting the players on the roster from last year to be better than they were last year. So, but, you know, having said that, we know what we're getting, not a playoff team. Let's see where they go. Yeah, and I wonder if they just hold fast because Scott Harris wants the year to evaluate. Uh, Take a look and see, and, you know, obviously with the injuries that you'll plague the pitching staff last year, let's let's take a gander now, and it's just, it's unfortunate for us, the fans, who have been sitting through this now for multiple years, they go, okay, now we just get to sit and, you know, kind of wait and see and feel out another season. They could potentially be a triple-digit loss kind of season. The only argument I'd give you there, Anthony, and trust me, I'm with you on this. I, The problem I have and the argument I would hear is that we're a what-have-you-done-for-me-lately world now, especially in sports. I mean, maybe not baseball as much as the NFL or some of the other sports, but you don't get five years to turn this around. You get two in a lot of sports. And right now, this first year, and I get that it hasn't been a first year, but this first off season, these first six months, has anything been done to make this team better? And I, and I mean significantly better. Unless you're saying, well, we, we cleared the deck. Okay, well, sorry, friend. Clearing the deck doesn't mean you're preparing for a World Series. I just don't know that this team has gotten any better. Could be a very, very long spring and summer for Detroit Tigers fans once again. His name's John Wagner. Find him on Twitter at John Wagner Media for John Wagner Mania. Thank you, Johan, my friend. As always, partner, we greatly appreciate you. Anthony, it was a great pleasure as always. I, I look forward to I Let me know what Tiger fans think about this year and, and whether Scott Harris gets the credit for it.